Hi. Welcome to Scout and Birdie's Fall Winter Issue at Sea. I'm Jennifer Keel. And I'm Anna Wolf. So when we were considering themes for this issue, um, we chose at Sea. And a lot of that has to do with some big changes that Anna and I have been making in our lives in terms of the path we're going on. And it really feels like we are coming up onto a new shore in our lives. When we started Scout and Birdie almost three years ago, wow, that's wow. wild. Uh, we were, I'd say I can speak for both of us in mm-hmm. saying we were in tumultuous times mm-hmm. and really in times of a lot of excitement and growth, but also really like figuring ourselves out and figuring out what it meant to be an adult um, and what kind of person we were going to be and what career and, and lots of things. Yeah. And now I think looking back on, on those three years, we are, is it, is it bad luck to say we're past that? I don't think you're ever fully past figuring that out, but it feels like we really have made some, some really big growth and really big steps in the direction of what we both want to be doing. Yeah. And we are both, Anna and I are both currently making preparations to go back to school and making big changes and big steps towards that right now. It feels like we're in preparation mode. <laughs> um, Anna is planning to go to rabbinical school and I am planning to go back to school for psychology. And so we're kind of on this precipice of a, a big change and um, it's very exciting and, and a little bit nerve-wracking because leaving the kind of space we've been in. Yeah, I mirror that feeling of (laughs) feeling a little bit nervous, but also I think both of us have thought about it Mm -hmm. for a long time. And I feel like through these years of being really involved in the work that we're doing with Scout and Birdie and seeing all of the artists that we've been working with grow in their art and growing in our art, art forms and I think that that has really guided us to the decisions that we're making around school right Mm -hmm. now. I feel like for you, the psychology you're exploring and interested in is so deeply rooted in arts and and expression. Um, And for me, my interest in going back to school for um, rabbinical school is uh, coming from a place of wanting to bring that arts into, into another realm and wanting to use that art of storytelling um, in a in a religious space. Yeah. So we're very excited to be exploring these new different realms, but it also does mean some changes for Scout and Birdie in the future. So we'll, we'll fill you in a little bit more on the details of that at the end of this issue, because we are so very excited to be sharing the work of these wonderful artists and their take on At Sea. So with that, we'll take you into it. Please enjoy... At sea. First up in the issue, we have Emily Matapusi Para. 
And you'll remember Emily from many, many issues of Scout and Birdie. She is one of our favorite artists. And we are so thrilled to have her back for this issue. Emily's piece will be read by the lovely, talented Jennifer Keel. Yes, I'm so thrilled to be reading it. And first, I'd like to share with you the author's note that Emily wrote. This poem was inspired by true life stories of involuntary confinement of female psychiatric patients in hospitals in the United States and beyond, up to and including the 20th century. Reasons for confinement included justifications such as hypersexuality, hysteria, insanity caused by overwork, and insanity caused by childbirth, among others. With that, we'll take you into Emily's poem, Child of the Island. She was born in a sanitarium on a lesser island of New York, nursed among the tubercular and those declared by the state to be insane. She became a child, growing like the island weeds, but contained inside, shooed by starched uniforms, her games limited to shooting marbles in the wards and racing wheelchairs. Hush, said the young nurses, your mama is ill. Don't you want her to get better? Be good and play quietly. Be good and don't worry her. So she roamed long hallways and dark hospital passages, trying to be silent, never feeling the salty, cool breeze of the sea, just the passing rush of medical carts. At night, she swaddled herself in rough blankets, scratchily antiseptic, singing songs to her doll, never getting a goodnight kiss from her mother. Moral insanity, doctors murmured. Aggravated by childbirth, they agreed, shaking their heads. There was nothing to be done for her but up the dosage. Transferred to the incurables department, her mother was visited only by bow ties with clipboards, her flesh contained in a 10 by 12 room with leather straps fitted to a narrow bed, a view of rocky shores from a barred window. Her little girl did not miss her, but she longed for her birthright, the cool sea breeze, when she was still alone in her twin bed, under its thin sheets, she felt the salt kiss on her cheek just before she fell asleep. Next up in the issue, we have Kaylin Hope Bennett. Kaylin is an artist that we have known for a really long time. And throughout the multiple issues she's done with Scout and Birdie, we've really had the honor of seeing her work just grow. And she's so, so talented. And we're so glad to be showcasing another one of her songs. Yes, Kaylin's song is called These Mirrors. And she has recorded an artist statement, which we'll play for you right now. Hi, my name is Kaylin Hope Bennett, and this is my song, These Mirrors. 
this song is really about uh, big picture transitions and how you view yourself through them and letting go of these past and sort of ancient versions and stories of yourself and being okay with welcoming in that new image that you're, you're holding onto and looking for. Would you take it easy on me just for one single night? Haven't felt myself in a week, I just put my heart on the line. Wrote it up in a single letter, a postcard stamp, you alright. Put away these ambitions, can I close my eyes tonight?
if you are following along on the digital issue, next up is Leslie Keller with her short film. Yes, and Leslie is someone we've known for a while through the solo performance community, and we are so thrilled to have her on Scout and Birdie for the first time. So please be sure to go to scoutandbirdie.com and check out her short film, Uncertain Sea. And next up in the podcast, we have the wonderful Sarah McCartan. Sarah is a dear friend of ours who we have been working with since well before Scout and Birdie. Mm -hmm. And it feels really nice and right to have her in this issue that marks a transition of Scout and Birdie. Yes. So we are so thrilled to be sharing with you Sarah's piece, Pool Below. When I feel waves within myself, I go to the lake. If I'm anxious or depressed, I go to the lake. If we break up and you feel like you need some closure, find me at the lake. My world could be crashing down all around me, and all I want is choppy waves and the faint scent of dead fish, and by faint I mean piercing. My goal is to become one of those self-proclaimed beach bums, minus the Etsy sign above the front door that says, Life is better in my (laughs) flip-flops. I never understood the desire to decorate your beach house to let people know that you love the beach. Like, we get it. You have a flush 401k. I'll wear some knockoff Ray-Bans, have a word search in hand, and carry a blue folding chair with sturdy straps, which will be good for my back because in this scenario, I'm 60 years old and living in a house from one of Diane Keaton's movies. For now, I sit on the sand or a bench or the cracked concrete watching the cool water pool below in spaces between. In the summer, I meditate. It's also where I talk to God, the universe. I think of it as the halfway point for us to meet, like a roadside diner with notably good coffee. Lake Michigan brings the never-ending board meeting in my brain to a halt. Everyone takes five. Thank you, five. The waves are never perfect, never in formation, and forever in motion. It mesmerizes me like muted Mori reruns in patient waiting rooms. No matter what time of day it is, the water will always be there. No matter the sadness or anger rumbling inside of me. No matter the churning uncertainty in my stomach. The water doesn't care. Has no agenda. It's humbling. Quiet. All the small pools inside of me lie still with the exception of one leaf, crusted with fall, spinning idly, as though he's the only one that can feel the breeze. The lake. I'm, I'm a big fan. All right, next up in the issue, we have Maura McDaniel. When Maura and I first met, we were working together on improv and in the comedy scene. And since then, Maura has continued that, but also become a metalsmith, 
And she is such a multifaceted artist. And we're really glad to have her on with her beautiful poetry. Yes. And Mara has recorded a brief message about why she chose this poem for our At Sea issue. So we'll share with you her message here. Hey, Scout and Birdie. So my poem, Cedar Thresholds, relates to your theme of at sea um, in the way of water. I always think of water um, as constantly changing. And, you know, there's that saying where it's like you can never step in the same river twice. And so I wrote this poem about a river in my hometown in Minnesota um, that was my saving grace when I spent last winter there. Um, living alone on a farm. Um, and uh, my friend and I would go there and uh, walk along the, and snowshoe along the river. And I thought of the feeling of at sea as like this, um, you're constantly in motion and constantly changing. And that's really how like the past year and a half has felt to me was at sea. I wasn't sure for how long or when I would reach like a stable landing point. And now that I've moved to Montana, I have a home base again where I'm like, okay, I'm like here for the foreseeable future. Um, kind of like finding my land. Um, but I'm really familiar with that feeling of constant change and, um, that feeling of having to trust that the waters you're on will lead to something and you don't know, um, when or how, but you just have to have that feeling and tr of trust that something good and stable is going to come your way. And so that's why I read this poem for this issue. With that, please enjoy Mora's poem, Cedar Threshold. appearing in the moonlight to feed was the first omen of rebirthing, and the fire another omen of cleansing, as if I didn't already intuit an engulfing change was coming. In my youth, fires were a social event, and now I circle back to a time where they will be again. I've never had a fire alone. We had spent all winter having snow fires near the river, where the swans stop on their way back home, sounding their trumpets, preening themselves while standing on ice. I always wondered how their feet never froze after diving for food in the cold water. Watching them turned into a religion. We went each Sunday to see if they were still there, and if so, we felt lucky. A creature so sleek and poised with a funny honk deserves a kind of worship. At times, they would float down at the same pace of our walk, ushering us to the bridge and our cedar threshold to the other side, dreamland. We called them secret fires since by spring the snow would melt, leaving no trace of our ritual, perhaps only the decaying offering of tea leaves. Change was coming then too. I just wasn't certain when or how fast it would arrive. I'm never afraid to start my life over, but it does take an inner preparation to let the cleansing fire take your old self and birth into something new.
All right. Next up in the issue, we have Hal Baum. Hal was in the solo performance class that brought Jen and I together yes. as artistic collaborators and best friends. Mm-hmm. And when I think of this piece that we're about to share with you, um, I always think of the beginnings of Jen and my friendship and the beginnings of our uh explorations of this art form of writing and storytelling and I'm really glad that Hal is letting us share this as a really sweet way to to close out this issue. Yes when we first saw a very early form of this song years ago it was one of my favorite things I've ever seen so we are so thrilled to have it in this issue And if you would like to watch the music video for this song, you can also go ahead and check that out on scoutandbirdie.com. So with that, please enjoy Buzz Aldrin's Love Song for the Moon. Gravity is strange When I come home Gravity is strange When I come home, gravity is strange. When I come home, I miss you. I miss you. Yes, I do. Thank you. 
that's it. Thank you so much for listening. As we are going into some changes in terms of our format and all of that, we just want to say a big thank you to all of the artists we've had on for Scout and Birdie and for sharing their wonderful work. And I want to say a big thank you to Anna here for being my partner in crime during this whole project. I would like to say a thank you to you, Jen. Uh, this project has really been there for, for me in times that I really, really needed it and have really grown and benefited so greatly from having you as my collaborator, partner in crime, and best friend. And I love you. I love you too. <laughs> We'd also like to say a thank you to everyone who has been listening and following Scout and Birdie since the beginning or since the middle or closer to the end. We are so grateful for all of our listeners and readers. And we couldn't have done all of this without you. And there have been so many times where someone has messaged us saying that that piece was meaningful for them or helped them in a moment or, oh, that song, I've been listening to it on repeat or that interview made me think of something differently. And that's really why we did this. And so we're so grateful for all of the ways in which you have been there and uh, gone along on this journey with us. Yes. And as far as what to expect for Scout and Birdie going forward, we're going to be moving a little bit away from the issues and the format that we've been using thus far. And we're going to be focusing on putting our energy into single artists. So when we post, it'll kind of be whenever we find someone who we really want to showcase their work and show you something that really inspired us and brought us a lot of joy. And that'll kind of give us the flexibility to still do this while we're in school, while we're going through a lot of changes and be able to see each other outside of recording too. I'm looking forward to all of it. Yes, me too. And with that, we would just like to say another big thank you to all of you for listening. I'm Jennifer Keel. And I'm Anna Wolf. And we'll see you in the future. Bye. Bye. Bye.